Hello, everyone. This is Rick with the Cyber Pro Podcast, where industry leaders share their insights. It's six questions in nine minutes because hackers never sleep. So let's get to it. Question number one in a few sentences. Tell us who you are and what you do. Hello. How are you doing, Rick? My name is Michael Council. I'm the owner of EC Cybersecurity, a small boutique here in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, currently working uh, as a third-party assessor uh, for a large uh, bank doing cybersecurity assessments and governance reports. Uh, I also sit on the board of a small boutique company in Germany named 1600 Cyber. I've been doing cybersecurity or security assessments of some type for the last 25 years, have a military background, and decided to continue to give to the community and provide security. Awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna add the first side question. What branch of the military were you in? Oh, okay. I was in the army. So so you definitely the best. Go army. Gotta gotta you stick with it too. <laughs> I know we did this year. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta stick with it. So I'm former army as well. So thank you for your service. No, thank question you for your service. Thank you. Question number two, what's the best thing about being a cyber professional? Well, one of the best things about being a cyber professional is I can continue to give back to the security of my country and the overall world for, for that matter. Um, I can choose many different functional areas to work as a cybersecurity expert. So if I get bored in one, if I get bored doing governance, I can always move and be a threat intelligence guy. So a lot of pieces to the puzzle, a lot of opportunities. Perfect. Do you have a preference on which one of those you like more? Uh, right now, I, I really enjoy governance, and I'll tell you why. Because governance kind of puts all the pieces together, and you have to have a very broad general understanding of everything, plus you have to have expertise in multiple areas. So in the areas that I don't have expertise in, it causes me to go out and do a little more research and ask a lot more questions, so it's expanding my network while also giving back on a broader space. Nice. Question number three, I hear from other industry leaders in the cybersecurity space that Cybersecurity is a top concern. What does that even mean to you? Why is it a top current? Excuse me, a top concern? Well, it's a top concern because you're always worried about security, no matter where you are. The security of your house, the security uh, of your vehicle when you're out. But cybersecurity, the way technology is, the way it's moved into every aspect of our life, uh, we need to be able to secure not only our home lives, but also in the business, secure the technology that allows us to use the business resources. Perfect, question number four, this is, the, this is the home run for you. What piece of insight do you wanna share with other cyber professionals? Well, one of the first things, a, a lot of times when I do my governance uh, interviews and I get to the asset management question or I get to the supply management question, those two are kind of shaky. Sometimes people are tracking their assets using Excel spreadsheets or they're using, <laughs> or they're using open source tools to track your assets. But this is the foundation and the baseline of your technology and understanding what you have, where it's at, what condition it is in, what software is on there. It's gonna give you the foundation and baseline to lay out your cybersecurity strategy. So having that there, we need to realize that, hey, now I know what I have, now I know what I can put in my architecture as far as security devices, to, to secure my architecture. But a lot of people continue to depend on just those security devices, but they're not looking at their supply chain. Why do I bring up supply chain? Well, we don't need to go any further back than this weekend. We had a major supply chain attack um, that occurred with SolarWinds. 
Uh, first, I'd, I'd like to, to thank and give props to FireEye for being very, very transparent with the attack and also staying on top of it and providing IOC signatures and a lot of things through their blog available on their GitHub. And the next thing I'd like to say about that, the best thing that came out of this, it seems as if the cybersecurity community came together to fight this together. So there's a lot of information out there. Uh, there's a lot, of, um, a lot of tools for you to go ahead and get your uh, system back up. I recommend you go out to uh, the, the FireEye, uh, their GitHub repository, and most of all, go out to CISA and make sure that you're staying on top of those RSS feeds and doing what CISA is telling you to, to recover your sites. I can't agree more. We, we actually chose to, to make a statement as well. Uh, we always tell people that, that we have no competition in cybersecurity. We're all a big giant team here. We just have a lot of frenemies, right? You know, and so, Absolutely. <laughs> so, so that's kind of the, the, the perk there. I want to just pull a thread because we have a little bit of time on, on what you said um, about um, places that are using those, those various open source tools or tracking. I mean, do you have some recommendations on, on best practices around that tracking, that asset management component? Well, I, I won't lean forward and, and just recommend a specific type of tool. But I think it all goes back to a general broad project management um, methodology where you're putting security devices and security methodologies in place. You know, understanding that, hey, you have to have an entire process. You go out there, you pick, you actually pick the product, you, you uh, use the product uh, and see if it's going to fit into your architecture. You ensure that you're involving all the stakeholders that need to be involved. And then you do a very good assessment at the end and present the pros and cons of the actual product to your board and then present the way ahead, where you want them to go. Do you think this is a product that you can use in your organization or is there something else you should use? That so it has to be a very deliberate, sorry. No, please, that's, that's, that is exactly what I think our audience needs to hear. And I appreciate you not necessarily just pointing to one or two. There's tons of good, good folks out there that do everything that they need to do. So that, that is great advice. Just the process, the project management piece uh, and, 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 the, and the path forward. So I appreciate that. Question number five-ish, what other successful cyber professionals like yourself would you like to acknowledge that should be on the podcast? Oh, well, I definitely like to acknowledge a friend and partner over 1600 cybersecurity. Uh, Frank Satterwhite, he's definitely a blast, so, so you should definitely get him on. I'll share his information with you. Uh, and I definitely would love to hear from Chris Krebs because as cybersecurity experts, we have so much pressure coming from us from all sides, but he also took the political pressure too. Um, so for him to be able to, to stay true to cybersecurity and, and provide the information so that the leader or the CEO can make his assessment and decide on where he's going to go. At the end of the day, we support a business process and we enable business. So I think Perfect. you did a great job there. I agree. Totally agree with you. And I would be, I would be honored and humbled. So let's hope. Let's hope we can make that happen. Question number six, final question, fun question. What is your favorite piece of retro technology that just makes you smile? Sony Walkman. 
Interesting. Why is that? What's your first CD that you ever listened to in the Walkman? Well, it wasn't a CD, but the Sony Walkman actually was a tape player. That's right. Literally, That's it was right. a tape player. And um, one of the first albums I had was uh, Run DMC, King of Rock. <laughs> That's amazing. So amazing. Have you have you ever gone into your basement and looked for some of those old cassette tapes? No, actually, I have to go into the attic of my mom's house because um, <laughs> she acquired those and kept those. Too funny. I actually have a, a random quick side story. I found all of my old cassette tapes when I was cleaning out my, my mom's place and sold them all online and they had value. Somebody wanted them for the music. So random thought, you should grab them from your parents' attic. Oh, absolutely. i also give you another uh, clue too. Another hint, if you want to get something, records. People love records, they love the authenticity and they love to hear the pop in the headphones. So if you can find old records, definitely get them because they have value. Perfect. You did it, Michael. Six questions in nine minutes, eh, probably more than six because the best know when to be concise and when to end. It was epic having you on. Thank you so much. Make sure you check out more episodes and insights from the Cyber Pro Podcast. My name is Rick. Stay awesome, my friends. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks for watching the Cyber Pro Podcast. You rock. Check us out for more content.